It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, we are here. Sorry. Brady was acting like his ears exploded. They did. If it was loud, it's because you turned it up when you used it for the game the other night. Yeah, probably. Anyway. Is it better now? Yes, it's better. I can hear. Okay. It didn't blow out my eardrums. <laughs> anyway. It's Friday! Yes, it's finally Friday. Um, we're about to get into the busy season of basketball. We just we have kind of what our schedule will be for next week now. Um, it's Folks, I'm going to tell you right now, it's changing every 12 minutes. Yes. So we've got something. We have nine, well, possibly 10 games scheduled for next week. I'm sure six of them will stay the same. You hope. That would yeah. be a good week recently. Yeah, jeez. We're, we're finding games last minute just to switch to. Um, <laughs> but we each saw a couple really good games. Our made across Lex was fun for me. You saw Trenton versus Northern, which was a heck of a hockey game. It's another good game last night. I've had a lot of good hockey games for the most part. Mm-hmm. I saw Port here on high girls. Just take care of business. I thought about this last night. They beat Eisenhower. We'll talk about it more. But when was the last time a Port here on high team in any sport was like, yeah, they'll take care of Eisenhower? Like you just expect they're going to win by double digits. <laughs> like seriously. How often does that happen? That now, like, it, 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 it does seem weird, but, I mean, it just goes to show you that it's, it's high school sports – and unless you're one of the the big private schools, it, it, it's cyclical. At some point, you're going to get um, a, a run that isn't as talented and isn't as good. And at other points, you're going to get a run where you have unbelievable athletes. Yeah, and and it's it's hard to maintain. And and the the schools, the public schools that do maintain it. That's it's amazing. It's yes. amazing that that they can be that consistent. That's why it is so impressive it's, it's like, when it happens. When, when you look at like what Marine City football has been doing for the size school that they are, and the fact that they're not going out and and recruiting kids from other areas to come in and play for them. You look at Sandusky girls basketball and what Al Demont wins twenty games a year. Yeah, jeez. Uh, you know, with with whatever he's handed. That's that just makes those things that more unbelievable. But there there are people that will tell you in the old scal Crosslex was terrible, and Crosslex is pretty good now, aren't they? Yeah, to, to, to say the least. Yeah. So it, it kind of goes. It wasn't that many years ago that Becky Gilbert had a basketball team that struggled to win games, and. Now they're they're beating Flint Powers earlier in the week. I mean, just look at St. Clair. A year ago, they were a powerhouse in every sport, and now it's I mean, a down year. It is a down year. Well, and everything except baseball, despite what Denny White might try to sell you. Yeah, Den- Denny's got like twelve starting pitchers. Yeah, that throw in the high eighties to low nineties. Yeah, so no, he'll, it, he'll tell you they're going to struggle. Yeah. No, they just might. Yeah. Oh no, we're we're not going to be in the top three in the state. We'll only be in the top five. Aw. Anyway, that's coming soon too. Sooner yeah. than you think. Yeah. Geez, baseball games will probably be played in like two weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, we that's something else we need to get a hold of. Jeez, baseball and softball schedules. Yep. Oh no. It never stops, does it? 
Oh, my God. I want to say something. I believe this is episode 75 for the podcast. So that's kind of a milestone episode. Uh, And tonight we have two games. They will be games number 79 and 80 that we have broadcast live on Get Stuck on Sports. Um, dot com, and we're not even to the end of the winter. We'll probably get season. to we're not even close to the end of the winter sports season. We'll probably get to a hundred by the end of that. Yeah, and that's with us missing games. But yeah, we missed a lot due to COVID already yeah. this year. Yeah, so we're we've been going at it, but we'll talk about the games we did see. Uh, a couple fun ones for you, and then we're not going to do a top five. I have something for Dennis. I haven't told him what it is, but I have a question that I've seen thrown around. That has to do with the postseason, and I want to get your thoughts on it. Uh, We'll do that in the third segment. I hate when he does this, but I'll let him. I'll humor him because it's a Friday, and I'm in actually kind of a good mood today. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Caro, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. 
Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, the Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, Get Stuck on Sports Tri County Equipment Podcast, and it's a Friday, and I'm kind of in a in a chipper mood. So let, let's let's get to it and let's talk about something good. All right. Well, you want to start with your hockey game then, because that was probably the most exciting game uh, of the trio we did in the last couple days, and maybe the most exciting hockey game you've seen all season. Well, I I, I want to say this. Um, you know, overtime games are always fun. But uh, it was a, a bittersweet ending um, for me to this game because uh, Logan Sheffer was unbelievable last night mm-hmm. for the Huskies in, in goal, and he was the reason that they even had a chance to win that hockey game. And they did. They, they had a chance to win that hockey game uh, in, in a big way, and it was because of him. But the game-winning goal was one that – he should have stopped, and he knew it. Mm-hmm. And and it just makes you like it, like hits you in the gut that like, oh, you know, fifty two saves, fifty two saves, and like, not even thirty seconds before the winning goal, he made an unbelievable stop on a point blank chance, and then uh, you know a guy beats him from the the blue line with a shot right past his glove, and like his reaction was. Just like you knew, he's like, "Oh, how did, how do I make fifty-two saves and then not catch that puck?" Yeah, but like you said, that shot never happens if he doesn't stand on his head and make exactly. all those saves. Th- that, that's my point. It's like he shouldn't feel bad about his performance because he's the reason his team had a chance to win that hockey game uh, last night. Um, it, it was, uh, it, it's one of those games of like the what-if game, because if you're Trenton, um, their goalie just gave away a goal in the first period. Mm-hmm. He came out to play a dump-in 
Uh, he must have thought he had a teammate behind the net because, you know, he shot it behind the net and it was Josh Simpson of Northern standing there and he was able to skate around and wrap it in and to the open net for a goal there. So, like, a gift wrap goal for Northern. If he doesn't make that mistake – is it a one nothing game? It's 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 a one nothing win for Trenton. Second period, Trenton scores with one point seven seconds left in the period. Jeez. Again, on a shot from the point, the kid skated in front and got the the tip. No chance for Sheffer on that one. But if somewhere in that period you're able to kill two more seconds off the clock, that doesn't happen. And Northern wins one to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the game you're preparing for. It's a, it's a good week um, to prepare for the playoffs for Northern because, let's face it, th- they they are the favorite in their region. Could Mary's Little Thumb Legion beat them? Yeah, I don't think that it's – I don't think it would be this unbelievable upset if it happens. It would be an upset, but I don't think it would be so su- surprising – so they're looking. They need that kind of performance if they want to have a chance in a quarterfinal game. I, I don't know anything about Romeo or Davison this year. I haven't looked them up or researched them yet. Um, but um, uh, I've seen Marysville and Thumb Legion play. That's going to be a great hockey game. Mm-hmm. They've played twice this year, a 2-2 tie at McMorrin, and then like two days later up in Sandusky it was a 5-3 to Marysville win. I think they had a pair of wins that, that, the same day against it, the that is That is going to be a really good game, and either one of those teams can win that game. I'm a little less like, yes, could Marysville or Thumb Legion beat Northern? Could happen. I don't think it's going to. No, well, the, the uh, thing that Marysville I, I think, can do is I, I think it get would, a hot goalie. Well, I, I just think it would be – and I like McKenney. I think McKenney's one of the, the best goalies in the area, maybe the best. Um, and that's saying something because there's some good goalies in the area. Yeah, it's the one watched, that just made 52 Yeah, I just watched Sheffer stand on his head. Uh, I've seen Elijah Jones steal a couple of games for uh, PH Unified. I mean, we're, we're not short on goaltending for our, our area teams um, right now, but um, it's too much. There's too much. O'Flanagan, Barless. And what the Huskies bring at you, I just think it's too much. I don't, I don't see Northern's defense is big. And, yeah, I just – to me, for Northern not to get to the regional final would be really disappointing for what they've been able to accomplish this year and some of the wins that they've been able to pick up, Cranbrook and Orchard Lake St. Mary's, you know, I, I don't I don't see it happen. I, I don't mean to be a, a party pooper and, and tell you that there's no reason to tune into those games because so-and-so is just going to win, but I, I, I'll be shocked. I will be shocked if Northern doesn't get out of that regional. All right. And, and that's, that's unless there's something I don't know about Romeo or Davison, but we'll see. That, right. that, there's there's my cold hard prediction, and I didn't even think that the Huskies played that well last night. They got outshot heavily, fifty four to twenty four. Um, at, at points of that game, I thought they looked a little tired. Um, but Sheffer was good, and you know, again, they they've got two guys with over seventy points this year, and they've played thirteen hockey games. <laughs> How can you not like? 
look at that and go, they're the overwhelming favorite in my mind. Okay. Anyway. And that's saying, that, and I'll say this about Marysville, they're way better than I thought they were going to be, and their top line of Turner, LaValle, and Moeller is really good. Really good. And they also have a very good defense. But I just think Northern's got a little more depth than the other area teams, and that will carry them a little bit further, real, I think. Real quick, is this the best year you can think of in recent memory that all three area hockey teams have been like? Because usually it seems like one team is down or PH didn't have numbers. Marysville has a down year. It seems like this year all three are competitive and yeah, fielding it, good hockey teams. It, it, it's for a long time it's it's been, well, nor, we know Northern's good, but they play in a tough league, and so at, at the end of the season their record doesn't look good, but we know that they're going to make – uh, a little bit of a run in the in the playoffs. Marysville usually has a really good uh, record, but then they run into Northern in the playoffs. And PH has just been, let's say it, they've been awful for several years. And now that's kind of changed. They all have like a, a definitive top line of really good players. That uh, PH unified uh, line with Goodme uh, and uh, White and Carson Brown, that's a good line. That's a really good line. They'd, they'd play for – they'd be the starting – top line on, on Marysville maybe, and, well, they'd be the second line at Northern be, only because of Flanagan and Barless. In a year where Flanagan and Barless aren't there, they'd be a top line there. That, those are – that's a good line. Um, and like I said, everybody's got good goaltending this year. And, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's been, a, a, I think, a really good year. I think it's a shame – the the big red season um, had to end had, had to end with the quarantine because I would have liked to have seen a playoff game against Dakota. Me too. I would have liked to have seen how that one turned out. By the way, um, just a couple other hockey scores before we keep going. Swan Valley beat Thumb Legion in overtime six to five. Ike beat Anchor Bay five to two. That was back on Wednesday. And now disappointed I- that Anchor Bay is not going to play in the playoffs. Yeah. Found that out that they opted out. Um, would have liked to seen what they could do, but five goals is a lot for the Tars to give up. Yeah, because um, that, that's the thing. Like they play such a, they play a playoff style. They play a style that's conducive to win games in the playoffs, and they get good goaltending. Um, you know, they don't score as much, which I think is why they play their style. But I was disappointed to hear that they weren't going to play. All right, so onto the hardwood. Armada and Crosslex um, went a little differently than it did the first time that they matched up. Crosslex played maybe a C-minus game. And they were still able to scratch and claw away a 48-42 victory. Um, it was 10-8. to Jake Townsend hit a big three at the end of the first quarter to bring it to within two points. Um, he doesn't hit that. It's a five-point lead, and it felt like Crosslex was just on their heels. Um, at the half, Armada was still up a, a pair. Crosslex flipped it to go up two at the end of the fourth quarter and then just was able to outpace Armada in the in the final quarter to win uh, 48-42. Um, but just Crosslex could not make a shot you're used to them making. I think I said this to you. Like in the third quarter, Tyler Johnson, who only ended with five points. He got wide open for a three. You're like, oh, there it is. 
Armada didn't rotate well, open shot, and brick. And you're like, oh. And then, oh, Jake Townsend's open. Oh, here's the three that goes in. He makes them all the time off the side of the rim. And you're just like, what is going on right now? And they still managed to pull out a win for uh, Armada, by the way. Connor McKenzie played really well. He had 15 points. He was the only Tiger in double digits. For Cross Lex, Sage Solanic had 13. And he did a good job kind of being a calming presence. He hit three of the four threes that Cross Lex hit. How often does Cross Lex only hit four threes in a night? Well, I mean, again, we got to remember they're high school students, they're human beings. You're not going to shoot a 1,000%. You're going to have a bad night shooting. But this is why they're such a good team is everybody else has a bad night shooting like that. They don't win the basketball game. Armada gets the big win and steals a victory on the road that you don't expect that they're going to get. But Croslex does all the little things. They defend Okay, on a night where they can only score 48 points because they're not shooting the basketball like they normally do, they only give up 42. They rebound. Armada is the biggest team in the area, size-wise. You know, they've got a lot of bigs. Between McKenzie and Bowman, yeah. How many offensive rebounds and putbacks, how many second-chance points did Armada get? It wasn't many because if you miss a shot, Croslex gets the rebound. They don't give you another chance to, to beat them. And because they can do all of those things well, you can have a night where you don't shoot well, and it doesn't happen to them very often. This By the way. It's probably the first time this season they've had a night like this. Armada uh, was a little shorthanded. Andrew Snezak did not play on Wednesday. So that's that's a good player that they were missing I mean, you can play the what-if game, but that, that's a guy that eats up a lot of minutes for them that wasn't out there. Yeah. And, um, pro- and probably scores eight points. And, and you, you stole a bit of my thunder with what you, were, what you just said. Cross-Lex struggled. They played bad. And it's not like they did it against a bottom-feeding team, not the trap game. They played, like I said, honestly, a C-minus, D-plus game. Did not look anywhere near what they were capable of. They still pull out a victory against a team that hasn't had a close game against a team not named Croslex. Armada is a really, really good basketball team. And now I don't want to take all the credit away from Armada. They played well defensively. I mean, you force missed shots. You force a team to get out of their rhythm. And that's what they did. So I don't want to act like, oh, it was just Croslex playing bad. No, Armada played well at least defensively. Offensively, uh, they, they struggled a little bit, again, in part due to Croslex's defense. Um, but usually you expect this. You go, okay, the trap game's against the team that's 2-6 and six in conference, and you're sleeping on them, and they just get hot. No, no they, they struggled and played a bad game against a really, really talented basketball team and still was able to win. And here's the other thing about Croslex. You, you mentioned Johnson has five points. Mm-hmm. Um, they held Townsend under double digits. Yeah, he only had nine. Um, I, I, I don't think Kolakovic scored. No, he didn't. But uh, you get 13 from Sage Slanik, and another uh, name that you mentioned every once in a while, and he, he probably didn't have a ton of points, but I know he got them off the schneid. And, and I know he had at least one other, like, a hook shot. But McDonald yeah. played really – I mean, they have other kids that just come in and do stuff for you. So, again, you, you have a night 
where you don't shoot well, but you still play defense like you play defense every night, and, and they do. Very rare a team gets to 40 points on crosslex. Yeah. Um, it hasn't happened very many times this year. What uh, Armada didn't do it the first time around. No, they only got to 33. Yeah, so Armada, Linden, who's a, who's a regional championship quality team. Yeah, uh, and um, I don't – I'm not even – I can't even Carleton? remember. Carlton, did, did they get there or did they get uh, stuck at like 38 or 30? No, uh, I think Carlton got there. I can double check for you. But yeah. th- those might be the only three games where they've given up 40 points this season. Yeah, so – yeah, Crosslex's defense is that good, and that's what you need when you have a bad night. You have to be able to I think, rely I, I think, on those. Yeah, I think Carlton got 50-something. It was 72 to 55 or something Let like that. Let me, if this ever wants to load, um, Carlton, yeah, 73-55, which was the most points they gave up all season. Yeah, and they shut them down in the second half. Carlton did all their scoring in the first half. So, yeah, Croslex with a with a nice win. They're not technically BWAC champs yet, but if they don't win the BWAC, oh, uh, I don't know what happened. Well, uh, their last four games, uh, okay. Boy, I, I, I have to be mean today to some people, don't I? They're not losing to Algonac. They're not losing to Yale. Then they play at Almont. That's probably. That's their toughest remaining league game. And then at Emily City. Who they – demolished the first time the two teams played. Yeah. Do you think Emily City's going to make up a 72-point difference? And the thing is – And they're not that bad. Even if they slip up once, they have to lose again. Yeah. They have to lose twice. They're not losing two of those four games. No, they're not. So – I don't think they're losing one of those four games. They're definitely not losing two. Yeah. But it, I think it's been good for them to have to claw out a couple big wins – um, just kind of because they before tonight, when was the, or before these last two games, when was the last time they played a meaningful minutes in the fourth? Well, th- that's what I mean. Like you, you need a little bit of adversity, don't you? Mm-hmm. Like you, it can't be too easy because you know as as you get into the playoffs, it stops being easy. Right. At at some point, it stops being easy. Um, maybe you know the the district final. I, I think could be a tough one. They might run into Marysville, Marysville sooner than that in, in the district. I think right now, according to NPR, which I don't know exactly how they do it, um, but it has Marysville and Crosslex, I believe, at one and two. So they wouldn't meet till the – no, actually, oh, wow. Marysville's the four seed right now in that district. NPR is a weird metric. Well, you're, you're going to get a, 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 a tough game in your district, maybe two tough games in your district. You know you're going to get a tough game in regionals. And then you know well, from yeah, quarter – Yeah, it'll be probably Goodrich. From quarterfinals on, every game is going to be a team that's had a season like Croslex is having. Yeah. So, I if mean – If it's not Goodrich, you need, it's going to You need Flint a little Powers. adversity before you get to those games. So, yeah, you're, you're right. Um, but – all right, do you want to take a break or do you want to talk? Want me to mention about the P.H. Ike game? Yeah, t- t- tell us about that one and, and then it, it when wasn't, we come back. I mean, it was, it was Port Huron High beating up a team they should have beat. They played an okay game. Um, Ike got it to within three points in the third quarter, and then P.H. went on like a 15-1 to run. I mean, they stopped messing around. Madison Landshut had 15. Morgan James had 11. Uh, you had Julia Gilbert with eight. They did. I think Jocelyn Williams had seven. 
yeah, Jocelyn Williams, yeah, seven points for the Big Reds. No Emma Trombley still, and they're still just, like I said. So, so my girls had 23, and your girls had 18, just to point that out. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> um, mine played better defense. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no one from Eisenhower scored in the double digits. They did not play a great game. They played a good enough game, and with the gauntlet they still have to go through, which, geez, it's been the entire season, at Anchor Bay Monday against you, probably, I think, Utica Ford uh, at home on Wednesday, and then Detroit Edison on Friday. It's going to be a battle. They are going to be definitely battle-tested come, re- uh, come district time. And guess what? The district isn't easy. No, no. The district is going to be harder than their regional. Kind, if, kind of excited to see Lance Cruz North play because I haven't seen them play. Right. Like, talking to some people, um, the team they would probably match up with in a regional semifinal or final would be Ike. Yeah, so to me, the, the district the is di- much it, tougher. I don't want to say if they win a district, they'll be playing for a quarterfinal. But I'm kind of saying if they win a district, I'll be surprised if they're not playing for a quarterfinal. But Short that's kind of what we what that's what we were saying last year too. Yeah. Bec- because you had uh, you know uh, PH went into that twenty and O, and you're looking at it going Dakota, Lance Cruz North, PH, man, whoever wins this, like they've got to get to the quarterfinals, right? Because because after you go through that war. The, the regional will, will seem like a breeze. Yeah. And so, I don't want to, uh, you know, again, you got to go out and play the games and you can't think that way. No, the teams don't. If, if any of the players are listening, don't think that way. Yeah, no. But the hotheads like us, yeah, that's kind of what we're thinking is that it might – there's going to be at least them in Lonsky's North are good enough to play in a quarterfinal game and one of them won't even get a district title. Yeah. Yeah. See, then you just remind me of how little I like the, the playoff system, but it's what we have. It's what we play with. I do not like this. What, is he, what do you MPR? call it? Yeah, I, I don't like that at all. It's, and, I, I, and I have reasons for that that I've discussed with you, and if you want to get into it later, we, maybe can. we can. Maybe we can talk about it when we do our playoff previews. Yeah, because I just I, the, the system is not flawed. The system is cracked. It's cracked. Yeah, it's because last year, Port Huron High, who was undefeated, wasn't a top-two seed, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I just I, – I don't know. Well, number one, the, the, the big flaw is when I look at the scores every night, some teams list their scores twice and are getting credit for two wins where they only had one. I see some games that are played that aren't even listed on the schedule. So do they get counted? Do they get recorded? I just – uh, anyways, I'm going to take a break because I was in a good mood and now you're trying to ruin it with this NPR thing. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marys Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. 
Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with Dennis and Brady. I was having fun during the break. Yes, you were. Well, I mean, it, it was stupid. What you read to me was stupid. You go NPR back to, go back is to being in stupid. a good mood. It's dumb. Go back to being in a good mood. Uh, Gross Point South beat uh, Northern. That actually doesn't put me in a good mood. Uh, 47 to 40. Camille Keys had 15. Ali Shagney, 11 points, 10 rebounds. Jersey McGregor, 9 points, 13 rebounds in a losing effort, but a much better performance by Northern on the road against South than when I saw those two teams play earlier this year and the two guards from South just went off and couldn't miss a three-pointer for the first four minutes of the game. Yeah, they got it within three um, in the second half but couldn't quite complete the comeback. That's a That seems like a big step forward even though they lost. That's a really good gross point South team. Yes, a really good gross point South team. And I'm looking at the Northern names, the girls that need to do well for them did well in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even remember the last time the Marine City girls basketball team played. So for them to go to Sterling Heights and win by 24 points last night. That's a good warm-up game. Yeah. Sterling Heights is bad. I know, but 44 yeah. to 20, you haven't played in two weeks or more. Mm-hmm. And and you come out and win forty four to twenty. That that's a good game back. Uh, Anchor Bay girls are good, and they had a battle with Romeo fifty six fifty four last night. Uh, New Haven beat Clintondale fifty two to eleven. Croslex over Algonac forty six twenty two. How about double overtime? Sandusky forty seven. Brown City forty two. Listen to some of these numbers in this game. Uh, Ali uh, Gibord with twelve. Hannah Lean with 10, Abby uh, Tripkowski with 9, and Brooke Jansen, 8 points, 9 rebounds for Sandusky. Again, I look at those numbers and it tells me team win. Mm-hmm. Everybody touches the ball, everybody contributes. No superstars. Brown City, uh, Olivia Bovenchin, 24 points last night. Um, and, and now you know why they were in the basketball game. Yeah. That, that's a monster performance. Uh, Ubley beat Marlette 58-42. That was the other girls game from last night. There were just uh, there were three BWAC girls games on um, Thursday. No, for Wednesday. Wednesday. That always gets me. Ah. Uh, Alconac beat Richmond 43-25. Armada over Crosslex 30-15. And Imlay City beat Elmont 52-31. One uh, boys basketball. We have to talk about this, Brady, uh, on Wednesday. This Northern is a really nice win. Northern at Tower gets a 64-57 win. Northern shorthanded, so the superstar played super. Tyler Jamison, 35 points, eight rebounds, four assists. The 35, not his season high because he had that 39-point game earlier this year. Yeah, and that's <laughs> no, that's a really nice win for a slumping port here on Northern team to go to a good Warren Woods Tower team. I think they are top three in the standings. Go there and get a win. I mean, and, 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 and Cass Dabrowski. Yeah, Cass Dabrowski did not play that well against East Point, plays well against Tower, 17 points. That's what you need with Ryan McNeil not in the lineup right now or at least for that game, you need him to step up, and, hey, he did in a big way. 
that's what they're going to need. They're going to need him to do that when McNeil comes back if they want to be talking district championship. Don't know if you talked to Coach Shunk this week, but uh, they got a 51-40 win at uh, Lamphere, so Marysville with another victory. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice bounce-back win. I mean, geez, their last game was that loss to Lakeview in overtime. But what this sets up, because here's the other game that I don't think that we don't have listed on here, but has huge impacts for Marysville. Lincoln not only knocked off Lakeview, they decimated Lakeview. They beat them by 20 points last week. And what that does is if Marysville tonight, because I'll, I'll be at Clawson tonight, or against Marysville against Clawson in Marysville, they beat Clawson, which they should. They beat Clintondale, which, which, which they should. Sets up Monday a big-time matchup for the Mac Silver Bronze, a three-way tie for the title. If they can beat Lincoln, them, Lincoln, and Lakeview will all have one loss. And that gives them a chance to – their destiny's back in their own hands. Yeah. After losing a tough, tough game by a point, to come back and now have another opportunity to rectify the situation, you can put up another conference championship banner in, in the gym. Um, that that'll that'll be an interesting. I'm I'm actually intrigued now to see how good Lincoln is. But see, Lincoln really is only five and zero, oh, and I mean Lakeview was was a big. I mean they just took care of them, sixty seven forty seven. It was, it was at Lincoln, so Marysville gets them at home, which is I think Lincoln plays a lot better at home than they do on the road. We're going to have that game. That's actually part of a doubleheader on Monday. That will be a 5 o'clock tip, and you know uh, Coach Shunk hasn't stopped thinking about it since he saw that score Wednesday night. <laughs> he did when I was talking to him. He did say, he goes, I said, did you see the Lincoln score? He's like, yeah, great. Now I won't sleep for five days. A <laughs> uh, bunch of uh, boys uh, scores uh, for you from uh, Wednesday night. South Lake over Anchor Bay, 67-47. Uh, Eisenhower beat New Haven, 72-53. Brown City tops K-Pack, 71-31. Uh, Harbor Beach over Marlette, 72-38. about Elmont, 64? Imlay City, 20. Yeah. Jeez, when it's going good for Emily City, it's going good. But when it goes bad... It goes, they, wow. It, yeah, that's – like, I know Almont's a very offensive team, but Emily City's also a team that's put up, like, what, 90 points up at one yeah. point this year? Yeah, they've just they, – they've had, like, all these good games, and then there's these two that just stick out like a sore thumb. Like, what happened? Yeah, it's – I don't – jeez, yeah, I don't know. Um, North Branch over Yale, 57-44. Uh, and Sandusky just plays close basketball games. 49-45 over Memphis uh, in a good one in the uh, thumb on uh, Wednesday night. Um, there were no boys games uh, involving area teams last night. Really? None. That's, None. I didn't find any. That That's a shocker. And I looked. <laughs> I know you did. Um, but tonight you will be at Port here on Northern as they host Fitzgerald. Only your second time getting to see uh, Jamison and the crew. Yeah, I and saw him against Anchor Bay, and he was pretty good in that game. Yeah, and that's not really your fault because you were supposed to see him against Croslex. You are supposed to see him when they played Frazier, and I think you and had – All those games got canceled. I think you canceled. had one other game you had them on the docket for, but we had to move it around. So you'll get to see your second um, – 
taste of Port Huron Northern basketball and maybe a revitalized team after losing three straight because they needed that win at Tower in the worst way and they got it. They they would be the favorite tonight against Fitz, but that 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 would be a big win for them. By the way, Warren Fitzgerald, not a bad team. They actually shared the same record in the league, six and three. But I'm I'm hoping Mary's or Northern can get the win. By the way, Fitz plays defense. They lead the Mac Blue Gold in defense, only giving up 43 points a game. That's our, I, I'm feeling very confident. I am too. I think Northern is – they're starting to get it rolling at the right time. Oh, by the way, I don't think we ever mentioned this. The boys' Mac tournament is canceled. They're just doing makeup games next yeah. week or if they don't have games to make up a crossover. So um, there's that for you. The girls are still doing next Wednesday uh, just one crossover game. So one in the red plays one in the white and so on and so forth. Blue, gold, silver. Yeah, I don't know why the boys and girls can't get on the same page in the Macomb Area Conference. Eh, I understand why they did it for not the super divisions, but which actually I think turned out to be the right decision for the boys. That worked out really well because you see teams not missing as many games where – St. Clair and Fitz have had to play each other like three times in girls' basketball because they were the only teams left. <laughs> it has been pretty bad. You're in Marysville tonight. I am. I get to see the boys take on Clawson. Um, their senior night and lot, not their last home game because that Lincoln game got rescheduled. They should handle Clawson. Clawson hasn't won a game all year. They only score about 40 points a night. and Yeah. If Marysville doesn't take care of business tonight, I mean – they see what's in front of them. They have to win three games in four days to be Max Silver Bronze champions. I know they're going to be motivated. I know they're going to be ready for the, the task at hand. Uh, Saturday will be busy, too. Hockey doubleheader uh, starts at 11 o'clock in the morning. I can't believe you people are going to make me get up early on a Saturday. It's better than the 10 a.m. start. Are you, what are you thinking? Uh, Utica at uh, Marysville in game one, and then at 1 o'clock, Northern will take on De La Salle, both of those games, um, and two teams, again, that it feels like forever since they've played basketball, but uh, Marysville's at Marine City Saturday afternoon, and you'll go there. Yeah, for girls' basketball action, um, yeah, I'll be there at 1 o'clock on Saturday, so more Saturday action on GetStuckOnSports.com. Uh, and then I'm just going to go a little further ahead, just briefly. Um, PH Girls play at Anchor Bay Girls on Monday. I'm really excited about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, another big opponent on PH's schedule, I think. Uh, you've got the doubleheader at Marysville with that uh, boys game against Lincoln. And, oh, by the way, the girls are playing St. Clair. Yeah. Because uh, so that's, that's big, no big deal. Big um, games. Both sides could could have two teams, I think, clinch the MAC divisions, their MAC championships on the same night. And uh, and Tuesday, our playoff coverage begins because I'll be at a playoff hockey game on Tuesday, Marysville and Thumb Legion. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that more on Monday, though. So good stuff coming here on Get Stuck on Sports. I don't know what Brady's got planned for me in the next uh, it's, segment. It's just a question for but, you. But um, usually his his questions end up upsetting me. Uh, and and it just seems like he's been been bent from the beginning of the show to spoil my good mood because he immediately started bringing up NPR and stupid things like that. So we'll we'll see how Brady upsets me on this Friday in the final segment in just a moment.
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. TP Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. 
your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with Dennis and uh, Brady on a uh, Friday podcast. Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. All right, what do you got for me, Brady? All right, so I saw this on the Twitters uh, either yesterday or two days ago. And so supposedly there are some teams that they finished up their conference schedule this week and they go, all right, not playing until districts. We're not risking cross-contamination. We're not risking anything. We are going to take a week plus, almost two weeks, depending on when their last game is, to get ready for districts. We're not risking getting quarantined, not doing that. So my question to you is, simply, is that a smart idea? If you were a coach, would you try? Would you follow that? Or would you just say, no, that's too long to, to sit out? We want to, we got to play. You got to stay fresh because, I mean, basically what they're doing is they are pre quarantining to avoid being a, having a mandated quarantine. Yeah. Uh, in a normal year, as a coach, I would probably want a game or two that week before districts. Let's just say their last game is tonight. So the, the last game's Friday. And worst case scenario, if they're a really good team, they're. Their first basketball game wouldn't be until two Thursday, until thirteen days later if they got a first round buy in their districts. Yeah, if I've got a first round buy, I probably want to play a game at some point next week because that's a long like, time. If I know I'm playing, well, the the boys start uh, Tuesday, so if I know I'm playing Tuesday, I'm all right with just practicing next week. And, I, and, I, and it's probably a smart move, yeah. Because, again, if you get quarantined now, your season is done. Right. You have to forfeit your playoff game, and you don't get to play again. So I'm not opposed to a week of practice before the districts for this year. But, see, here, here I'll just play devil's advocate to you. you have, let's say your team's on a high streak. Let's say you're Port here on high girls basketball. And you are in your rhythm. Yeah, they lost to Gross Point North. They're still in a good rhythm right now. Do you risk losing that? Do you risk throwing off the, the feng shui of the way the season's gone and stopping at Stone Cold? Because I can tell you from experience, even in a normal year, when you play maybe a game the Tuesday before districts and you have just a week or less, that time feels like forever. Because, well, in a normal year, you play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you, you, you have a Saturday practice, and, and maybe you go out to, to lunch or dinner or l- breakfast with your team after that practice at the district site. Maybe you'll go there Sunday for a shoot-around and just get some shots up. I will tell you that even if it's Wednesday to Monday, it feels like an eternity, especially after you've been in a rhythm all year. Two weeks or even ten days seems like a long time, and I mean maybe if you have some injuries, but I would kind of just go with what I I would play my games. Okay, maybe stop it next Wednesday, but no, I don't. I don't want to give my team too much time off, especially if they're playing good basketball. Uh, I, I'm a little less worried about it, especially with a team like like the Big Reds. I, I maybe a rest isn't such a bad thing 
the way this the, it's been a crazy year it's been a compacted schedule for the teams and, and in ph's case they haven't really been disrupted they haven't missed no. games so you've had this compact well, that's the thing. schedule they've been, get, they've been so, in, a, in a rhythm in a normal yeah, schedule get, give, them, a give them a little uh, plus two you know you're dealing with a coach there that that runs a good practice Mm-hmm. So it, it's not like they're going through the motions, no. and it's not like practice is going to hurt them. Like, and and two, you're going to play a playoff game in that district, and you're going to be ready. I'm not. Th- saying. They're going to be ready. Jocelyn Williams is going to go out there and start flying around, and Lanshut's going to go out there and start flying around, and you know. Insert name here. Morgan James is going to go, and and they're going to be into it. I'm not saying schedule a game the Saturday before district starts. I'm saying play Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday of next week and give yourself Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday to prepare because, I mean, at what point you can – and as a coach, you can only do so much. Being on that side of it, looking at your first-round opponent in districts and trying to put the pieces together, you can only – like. You can only watch the same film so much. You can only devise a game plan and go, all right, this is what it is. It's not like in football where you have set plays to defend and go over that. But even there, if you get more than a normal practice week, you kind of just start overthinking and overanalyzing. I don't want my kids getting out of their routine. And, I mean, look. I don't know. They've been out of the routine, and maybe this is a bad example, but they've been out of routine all year. They thought they were going to play December 1st. Then they thought they were going to play December 6th. Yeah, but, then they thought they were going to play December 12th. But, then they thought they were going to play the day after Christmas. they never started playing games, so it and, and doesn't then they matter. Thought was, they were going to play never in a routine this day, that day, of. and then they came out and played their that first does, game no, of the that, season, and they beat a really good Marysville team by 100 points. Yeah, but they didn't play games before then. They, now they've played basically three games a week every every week and they're doing it against good teams why why try to mess that up i mean right now i believe the ph girls next week for example play monday wednesday friday and then we'll probably play i'm assuming wednesday in their district because i think they will get a bye in the first round i mean are you going to be worried that they're not going to have enough rest saturday sunday monday tuesday four days after their last game I, I'm just saying that I don't think the rest will hurt them as much as, as you might think. Oh, sitting around too long and thinking about something. But they won't be sitting around. No, but, I mean, going to a practice focusing on one thing. Cause and when they're not at practice and, and they're not doing schoolwork or whatever, they'll be in the driveway shooting. They're, they'll be active. They'll be fine. I'm not saying they're going to get out of They're shape. not going to suddenly lose it and not know how to play basketball if they get seven, ten days off before they have to play I mean, a game. Well, I mean, how many uh, times? And, okay, so let's say we, we schedule a game that you don't need to play, and um, you, you just got Emma Tremblay back, and you want to get her a minute, and boom, bang, and she's done for the season. And, oh, it was a knee-to-knee collision with Julia Gilbert, and now she's out too. Okay, what if they're in the driveway and someone's Achilles explodes? We can play that game all day long. It doesn't. That's not an issue I'm worried about. I'm not saying – And I'm not worried about them having a couple of days off before I'm they not play say, a game. No, a couple of days is a, lot, a heck of a lot different than – Damn near two weeks. 
It's not going to be two weeks. I'm not saying for them, but if a team quarantines right now, which is what was the original statement, that they stop playing until districts, it is almost they mu- two they, weeks. They know their people, and they must feel comfortable with that situation. I think that's way too long of a time. And that's why you wouldn't do it as a coach. No, because two weeks. I mean, at what point in any sports season do you ever have two weeks off between games and come back? I mean, how many times? How many times? No, I mean, even then, it's like ten days. And the first play in a holiday tournament, you're off for a while. Okay, and then ask any coach, what's the worst game? The first day back from winter break. Look at this year. Every time a team's gone into quarantine, what have we said when they come back? Geez, let's let's see what they can do. I don't know. Marine, Marine City hadn't played since. Uh, Marine City's JV team could have beat Sterling Heights. That's a nice win for them that. to come back. Sterling Heights is awful in girls basketball this year. Let's not act like they beat a, t- a conference championship. Still, team. you're worried about the. Why, why didn't they only win twenty-seven to twenty? They won forty-four to twenty. I never said anything like that. Now you're just putting words in my mouth. You're no, back. You're, you're making it seem like uh, any team that takes two weeks off is going to come out and forget how to shoot the basketball. I'm not. Forget risk. how to defend. Forget how to run up and down the court. I'm not. Forget how to make a free back. throw. But you. So you would really take two weeks off. Well, just let's just call it ten days without playing a competitive basketball game before your biggest stretch of the season. If I had to. I'm not saying I you would. Have, you get the choice. My my choice would be to probably play a game and not have to wait more than seven days to play again. But if I have to wait seven days to play again, I think my team will be fine. And I, I'm not going to argue about the rest because playoffs are going to be a grind. It is. And I don't know. I don't want to give my team too much time just to not play – real high level because you know practices this time of year they're not as high intensity i'll tell you what if like i'll use port here on northern hockey as an example they're playing a game saturday and then they're going to be off until uh, thursday yeah that's going to be good for them yeah no that's different that's what they looked tired to me last night they have guys on that team that have logged a ton of minutes that have to be good for them for them to advance in the playoffs and make a run at this thing four days they need that rest would be good for them. i have no problem with that is four days same thing i mean ph girls are probably going to but if right now they announced saturday's game is canceled that wouldn't bother me. Again, I wouldn't say, oh, again, Northern is – That's ugh. not the two weeks we're talking about for that way I originally said. Four to six days, six might be a little longer than I'd like. I'm not going to freak out. But the starting now, and I'm not playing again until not next Tuesday, but the following Tuesday at the earliest – yeah, that's a little long for me to not play a competitive basketball team. Well, who's doing that? Colleges. There are teams in the state right now that have said, I didn't say names, it was from the D zone that said, teams are shutting down right now, waiting for the playoffs. Well, they must know their teams, and they must think that it's something that they can handle and that it's a good idea. Well, I think they're wrong. I would challenge anybody that would say taking – double-digit days And then off. when your team plays a game against whoever and you guys all get COVID and you don't even get to play in the playoffs and your season's over. 
I think I know my teams. I think I know that that would be good for them, as you would say. <laughs> what, getting COVID? No, but playing And ending your season would be good for them? Yeah, no one's going, hey, guys, let's go to a COVID party and just hope no one gets it. Like, they're playing, and there hasn't been that high of a rate between between teams. It's, I don't know. And the McComb area conference has gone bonkers yeah, for the last three weeks. But if you look at it and you talk to the people, it's not that – this team gave it to this team, gave it to this team, gave it to this team. It's If it's anything, it's contact tracing, and even then. But that's a, enough to a, shut a, you a down. A lot of it is it's just in this area right now. So the Macomb Area Conference, Macomb, St. Clair County, it's just a lot of people are bringing it from home into the school. That's where the contact tracing is happening. It's, oh, a kid sat next to a kid at lunch. Oh, a kid was in a class with them. Boom, shut down. It's not, oh, Marysville played Fitz. Fitz has COVID. Marysville's out. Oh, a kid from – and then they played Port Huron hey, Northern. If, if, I had a, if I thought I had a chance to make a run at it and you were my star player, Brady, I'd wrap you in bubble wrap, but I'd make you homeschool for the next two weeks That's not an so option. that They're you're back, ready it's for back my playoff. Full time. It's back full time. <laughs> that ain't an option. I'm putting you in a bubble, and I'm not letting you out. Yeah. Trust me, there are teams. It's game time. When it was hybrid, you're even warming up that night in your bubble. I know that <laughs> team. That teams back in football season, when they had the hybrid option, they said, uh, "You're not coming to school. Get that computer ready." Uh, at this point, I'm just poking you now yeah, because you're, you're annoyed. You're, you're in a chipper mood. All right, I think we've yelled at each other long enough. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I know everybody's got a, a different thing, and it's obvious. You want to play every single night of the week until your kids fall over, uh, and I'm saying a, a week off isn't going to hurt anybody. Yep, you're right. Let's just play a doubleheader the Sunday before district. You, pr- you probably want to play. Pistons. You'd probably want to play a triple header. Yep. Actually, no. We're going to have an impromptu football scrimmage. No pads. I wouldn't put it past you. I wouldn't pass. You got that old school mentality. I'm going to make everyone run a marathon the morning of districts. You probably would. You probably would. I sense that from you. We'll just do a bull in the ring drill at, at center court to get them sense, high. I, I sense that. I, I know if you were a hockey coach, it would be all battle drills. Oh, yeah. I, I make, I'll make them do the happy Gilmore and stand in front of a pitching machine to toughen them up. Yep. I'm I'm fairly certain that th- that you would. All right, I think that's enough bickering <laughs> for one podcast. Ah, uh, we're we're, uh, we're you're uh, at Marysville tonight. Yeah, Marysville Clawson, seven p.m. tip stream two. You're at Northern Fitz at Northern Blue Gold matchup, and that's also at seven p.m. Hockey doubleheader Saturday, and Brady's got um, Marine City Marysville girls basketball Saturday afternoon too. So it'll be a great weekend on Get Stuck on Sports, and we hope you have a great weekend uh, too. And uh, and maybe get some rest. Me? From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports. It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, we are here. Sorry. Brady was acting like his ears exploded. They did. If it was loud, it's because you turned it up when you used it for the game the other night. Yeah, probably. 
Anyway. Is it better now? Yes, it's better. I can hear. Okay. It didn't blow out my eardrums. <laughs> anyway. It's Friday! Yes, it's finally Friday. Um, we're about to get into the busy season of basketball. We just we have kind of what our schedule will be for next week now. Um, it's good. Folks, I'm going to tell you right now, it's changing every 12 minutes. Yes. So we've got something. We have nine, well, possibly 10 games scheduled for next week. I'm sure six of them will stay the same. You hope. That would yeah. be a good week recently. Yeah, jeez. We're, we're finding games last minute just to switch to. Um, <laughs> but we each saw a couple really good games. Our made across Lex was fun for me. You saw Trenton versus Northern, which was a heck of a hockey game. It's another good game last night. I've had a lot of good hockey games for the most part. Mm-hmm. I saw Port here on high girls. Just take care of business. I thought about this last night. They beat Eisenhower. We'll talk about it more. But when was the last time a Port Huron High team in any sport was like, yeah, they'll take care of Eisenhower? Like, you just expect they're going to win by double digits. <laughs> like, seriously. How often does that happen? That now, like, it, it, it does seem weird, but, I mean, it just goes to show you that it's, it's high school sports and unless you're one of the the big private schools, it, it, it's cyclical. At some point, you're going to get um, a, a run that isn't as talented and, and isn't as good. And at other points, you're going to get a run where you have unbelievable athletes. Yeah, and and it's it's hard to maintain. And and the the schools, the public schools that do maintain it. That's it's amazing. It's yes. amazing that that they can be that consistent. That's why it is so impressive it's, it, like, when it happens. When, when you look at like what Marine City football has been doing for the size school that they are, and the fact that they're not going out and and recruiting kids from other areas to come in and play for them. You look at Sandusky girls basketball and what Al Demont wins twenty games a year. Yeah, jeez. Uh, you know, with with whatever he's handed. That's that just makes those things that more unbelievable. But there there are people that will tell you in the old scal, Crosslex was terrible, and Crosslex is pretty good now, aren't they? Yeah, to, to, to say the least. Yeah. So it, it kind of goes. It wasn't that many years ago that Becky Gilbert had a basketball team that struggled to win games, and. Now they're they're beating Flint Powers earlier in the week. I mean, just look at St. Clair. A year ago, they were a powerhouse in every sport, and now it's I mean, a down year. It is a down year. Well, and everything except baseball, despite what Denny White might try to sell you. Yeah, Den- Denny's got like twelve starting pitchers. Yeah, that throw in the high eighties to low nineties. Yeah. So no, he'll, it, he'll tell you they're going to struggle. Yeah. No, they just might. Yeah. Oh no, we're we're not going to be in the top three in the state. We'll only be in the top five. Aw. Anyway, that's coming soon too. Sooner yeah. than you think. Yeah. Geez, baseball games will probably be played in like two weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, we that's something else we need to get a hold of. Jeez, baseball and softball schedules. Yep. Oh no. It never stops, does it? <laughs> oh my. Wanna, I want to say something. I believe this is episode 75 for the is. podcast, so that's kind of a milestone episode. Uh, and tonight we have two games. They will be games number 79 and 80 that we have broadcast live on Get Stuck on Sports 
Um, and we're not even to the end of the winter we'll probably sports get season. To we're not even close to the end of the winter sports season. We'll probably get to 100 by the end of that. Yeah. And that's with us missing games. But Yeah. We missed a lot due to COVID already yeah. this year. Yeah. So we're, we've been going at it, but we'll talk about the games we did see. Uh, a couple fun ones for you. And then we're not going to do a top five. I have something for Dennis. I haven't told him what it is, but I have a question that I've seen thrown around that has to do with the postseason, and I want to get your thoughts on it. Uh, we'll do that in the third I segment. I hate when today. he does this, but I'll let him. I'll humor him because it's a Friday, and I'm in actually kind of a good mood today. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low e-glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. 
start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, the Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, Get Stuck on Sports Tri County Equipment Podcast, and it's a Friday, and I'm kind of in a in a chipper mood. So let, let's let's get to it and let's talk about something good. All right. Well, you want to start with your hockey game then, because that was probably the most exciting game uh, of the trio we did in the last couple days, and maybe the most exciting hockey game you've seen all season. Well, I I, I want to say this. Um, you know, overtime games are always fun. But uh, it was a, a bittersweet ending um, for me to this game because uh, Logan Sheffer was unbelievable last night mm-hmm. for the Huskies in, in goal, and he was the reason that they even had a chance to win that hockey game. And they did. They, they had a chance to win that hockey game uh, in, in a big way, and it was because of him. But the game-winning goal was one that – he should have stopped, and he knew it. Mm-hmm. And and it just makes you like it like hits you in the gut that like oh you know fifty two saves, fifty two saves, and like not even thirty seconds before the winning goal, he made an unbelievable stop on a point blank chance, and then uh, you know a guy beats him from the the blue line with a shot right past his glove, and like his reaction was. Just like you knew, he's like, "Oh, how did, how do I make fifty-two saves and then not catch that puck?" Yeah, but like you said, that shot never happens if he doesn't stand on his head and make exactly. all those saves. Th- that, that's my point. It's like he shouldn't feel bad about his performance because he's the reason his team had a chance to win that hockey game uh, last night. Um, it, it was, uh, it, it's one of those games of like the what-if game, because if you're Trenton, um, their goalie just gave away a goal in the first period. Mm-hmm. He came out to play a dump in. Uh, he must have thought he had a teammate behind the net because, you know, he shot it behind the net, and it was Josh Simpson of Northern standing mm-hmm. there, and he was able to skate around and wrap it in and to the open net for a goal there. So, like, a gift wrap goal for Northern. If he doesn't make that mistake – is it a one nothing game? It's 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 a one nothing win for Trenton. Second period, Trenton scores with one point seven seconds left in the period. Jeez. Again, on a shot from the point, the kid skated in front and got the the tip. No chance for Sheffer on that one. 
But if somewhere in that period you're able to kill two more seconds off the clock, that doesn't happen, and Northern wins one to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the game you're preparing for. It's a, it's a good week um, to prepare for the playoffs for Northern because, let's face it, they they are the favorite in their region. Could Mary's Little Thumb Legion beat them? Yeah, I don't think that it's – I don't think it would be this unbelievable upset if it happens. It would be an upset, but I don't think it would be so su- surprising. So they're looking – they need that kind of performance if they want to have a chance in a quarterfinal game. I, I don't know anything about Romeo or Davison this year. I haven't looked them up or researched them yet. Um, but um, – I. I've seen Marysville and Thumb Legion play. That's going to be a great hockey game. Mm-hmm. They've played twice this year, a 2-2 tie at McMorrin, and then like two days later up in Sandusky, it was a 5-3 Marysville win. I think they had a pair of wins that, in that, the same day against it, Thumb Legion. That is, that is going to be a really good game, and either one of those teams can win that game. I'm a little less like, yes, could Marysville or Thumb Legion beat Northern? Could happen. I don't think it's going to. No, well, the, the uh, thing that Marysville I, I think, could do is I, I think it get would, a hot goalie. Well, I, I just think it would be – and I like McKenney. I think McKenney's one of the, the best goalies in the area, maybe the best. Um, and that's saying something because there's some good goalies in the area. Yeah, it's clearly the one watched, that just made 52 Yeah, I just watched Sheffer stand on his head. Uh, I've seen Elijah Jones steal a couple of games for uh, PH Unified. I mean, the – we're we're not short on goaltending for our our area teams um, right now, but um, it's too much. There's too much. O'Flanagan, Barless, and what the Huskies bring at you. I I just think it's too much. Uh, I don't I don't see uh, Northern's uh, defense is big, um, and yeah, I just to me for Northern not to get to the regional final would be really disappointing for what they've been able to accomplish this year and, and some of the wins that they've been able to pick up, Cranbrook and Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't see it happen. I, I don't mean to be a, a party pooper and, and tell you that there's no reason to tune into those games because so-and-so is just going to win, but I, I, I'll be shocked. I will be shocked if Northern doesn't get out of that regional. All right. And and that's that's unless there's something I don't know about Romeo or Davison, but we'll see. That, right. that there's there's my cold hard prediction. And I didn't even think that the Huskies played that well last night. They got outshot heavily, fifty four to twenty four. Um, at, at points of that game, I thought they looked a little tired. Um, but Sheffer was good, and you know. Again, they, they've got two guys with over 70 points this year, and they've played 13 hockey games. <laughs> How can you not, like, look at that and go, they're the overwhelming favorite in my mind? Okay. Anyway. And that's saying, and I'll say this about Marysville, they're way better than I thought they were going to be, and their top line of Turner, Lavalley, and Moeller is really good. Really good. And they also have a very good defense. But I just think Northern's got a little more depth than the other area teams, and 
that will carry them a little bit further, real, I think. Real quick, is this the best year you can think of in recent memory that all three area hockey teams have been like? Because usually it seems like one team is down or PH didn't have numbers. Marysville has a down year. It seems like this year all three are competitive and yeah, fielding it, good hockey teams. It, it, it's for a long time it's it's been, well, nor, we know Northern's good, but they play in a tough league, and so at, at the end of the season their record doesn't look good, but we know that they're going to make uh, a little bit of a run in the in the playoffs. Marysville usually has a really good uh, record, but then they run into Northern in the playoffs, and PH has just been, let's say it, they've been awful for several years, and now that's kind of changed. They all have, like, a, a definitive top line of really good players. That uh, PH Unified uh, line with Goodme uh, and uh, White and Carson Brown, that's a good line. That's a really good line. They'd, they'd play for – they'd be the starting they'd top line on, on Marysville maybe, and – well, they'd be the second line at Northern be only because of Flanagan and Barless. In a year where Flanagan and Barless aren't there, they'd be a top line there. That those are that's a good line. Um, and like I said, everybody's got good goaltending this year. And yeah, I mean it, it's it's been a, a I think a really good year. I think it's a shame that the Big Red season um, had to end had, had to end with the quarantine because I would have liked to have seen a playoff game against Dakota. Me too. I would have liked to have seen how that one turned out. By the way, um, just a couple other hockey scores before we keep going. Swan Valley beat Thumb Legion in overtime 6-5. to five. Ike beat Anchor Bay 5-2. to two. That was back on Wednesday. And now Disappointed I, that Anchor Bay is not going to play in the playoffs. Yeah, found that out that they opted out. Um, would have liked to have seen what they could do, but five goals is a lot for the Tars to give up. Yeah, because um, that, that's the thing. Like They play such a – they play a playoff style. They play a style that's conducive to win games in the playoffs. And they get good goaltending. Um, you know, they don't score as much, which I think is why they play their style. But I was disappointed to hear that they weren't going to play. All right, so on to the hardwood. Armada and Cross-Lex um, went a little differently than it did the first time that they matched up. Cross-Lex played maybe – a C minus game and they were still able to scratch and claw away a 48 42 victory um it was 10 to 8 Jake Townsend hit a big three at the end of the first quarter to bring it to within two points um he doesn't hit that it's a five point lead and it felt like Crosslex was just on their heels. Um, at the half, Armada was still up a, a pair. Crosslex flipped it to go up two at the end of the fourth quarter and then just was able to outpace Armada in the in the final quarter to win uh, 48-42. Um, but just Crosslex could not make a shot you're used to them making. I think I said this to you. Like in the third quarter, Tyler Johnson, who only ended with five points, he got wide open for a three. You're like, oh, there it is. Armada didn't rotate well, open shot, and brick. And you're like, oh. And then, oh, Jake Townsend's open. Oh, here's the three that goes in. He makes them all the time off the side of the rim. And you're just like, what is going on right now? And they still managed to pull out a win for uh, 
Armada, by the way, Connor McKenzie played really well. He had 15 points. He was the only Tiger in double digits. For Cross Lex, Sage Solanic had 13, and he did a good job kind of being a calming presence. He hit three of the four threes that Cross Lex hit. How often does Cross Lex only hit four threes in a night? Well, I mean, again, we got to remember they're high school students, they're human beings. You're not going to shoot a thousand percent. You're going to have a bad night shooting, but this is why they're such a good team. Is Everybody else has a bad night shooting like that. They don't win the basketball game. Armada gets the big win and steals a victory on the road that you don't expect that they're going to get. But Croslex does all the little things. They defend, okay, on, on a night where they can only score 48 points because they're not shooting the basketball like they normally do. They only give up 42. They rebound. Armada is the biggest team in the area. Size-wise, you know, they've got a lot of bigs. Between McKenzie and Bowman, yeah. How many offensive rebounds and putbacks, how many second-chance points did Armada get? It wasn't many because if you miss a shot, Croslex gets the rebound. They don't give you another chance to, to beat them. And because they can do all of those things well, you can have a night where you don't shoot well, and it doesn't happen to them very often. This By the will, way. It's probably the first time this season they've had a night like this. Armada uh, was a little shorthanded. Andrew Sneezak did not play on Wednesday, so that's that's a good player that they were missing. I mean, you can play the what-if game, but that that's a guy that eats up a lot of minutes for them that wasn't out there. Yeah. And, um, pro- and probably scores eight points. And, and you, you stole a bit of my thunder with what you, were, what you just said. Cross-Lex struggled, they played bad, and it's not like they did it against a bottom-feeding team, not the trap game. They played, like I said, honestly, a C-minus-D-plus game. Did not look anywhere near what they were capable of. They still pulled out a victory against a team that hasn't had a close game against a team not named Cross-Lex. Armada is a really, really good basketball team, and... Now, I don't want to take all the credit away from Armada. They played well defensively. I mean, you force missed shots. You force a team to get out of their rhythm, and that's what they did. So I don't want to act like, oh, it was just cross legs playing bad. No, Armada played well, at least defensively. Offensively, uh, they, they struggled a little bit, again, in part due to cross Lex's defense. Um, but usually you expect this you go okay the trap games against the team that's two and six in conference and you're sleeping on them and they just get hot no no they they struggled and played a bad game against a really really talented basketball team and still was able to win and here's the other thing about cross lex you, you mentioned johnson has five points mm-hmm. um they held townsend under double digits yeah, he only had nine um i i, I don't think kolakovich scored no he didn't but uh, you get 13 from Sage Slanik, and another uh, name that you mentioned every once in a while, and he, he probably didn't have a ton of points, but I know he got them off the schneid, and, and I know he had at least one other, like a hook shot, but McDonald yeah. played really – I mean, they have other kids that just come in and do stuff for you. So, again, you, you have a night where you don't shoot well, but you still play defense like you play defense every night. And, and they do. Very rare a team gets to 40 points on cross Yeah. Um, it, it hasn't happened very many times this year. What, 
Uh, Armada didn't do it the first time around. No, they only got to 33. Yeah, so Armada, Linden, who's a... Who's a regional championship quality team. Yeah, uh, and um, I don't, I'm not even, I can't even remember. Carlton, did did they get there or did they get stuck at like 38 or 30? No, I think Carlton got there. I can double check for you. But those might be the only three games where they've given up 40 points this season. Yeah, so. Yeah, Crosslex's defense is that good, and that's what you need when you have a bad night. You have to be able to I think, rely I, I think, on those. Yeah, I think Carlton got 50-something. It was 72 to 55 or something Let like that. Let me, if this ever wants to load, um, Carlton, yeah, 73-55, which was the most points they gave up all season. Yeah, and they shut them down in the second half. Carlton did all their scoring in the first half. So, yeah, Croslex with a with a nice win. They're not technically BWAC champs yet, but if they don't win the BWAC, oh, uh, I don't know what happened. Well, uh, their last four games, uh, okay. Boy, I, I, I have to be mean today to some people, don't I? They're not losing to Algonac. They're not losing to Yale. Then they play at Almont. That's probably. That's their toughest remaining league game. And then at Emily City. Who they demolished the first time the two teams played. Yeah. Do you think Emily City is going to make up a 72-point difference? And the thing is – And they're not that bad. Even if they slip up once, they have to lose again. Yeah, they have to lose twice. They're not losing two of those four games. No, they're not. So I don't think they're losing one of those four games. They're definitely not losing two. Yeah, but I think it's been good for them to have to claw out a couple big wins – um, just kind of because they before tonight, when was the, or before these last two games, when was the last time they played a meaningful minutes in the fourth? Well, quarter? That's what I mean. Like you, you need a little bit of adversity, don't you? Mm-hmm. Like you, it can't be too easy because, you know, as as you get into the playoffs, it stops being easy. Right. At, at some point, it stops being easy. Um, maybe, you know, the, the district final. I, I think could be a tough one. They might run into Marysville, Marysville sooner than that in, in the district. I think right now, according to NPR, which I don't know exactly how they do it, um, but it has Marysville and Croslex, I believe, at one and two. So they wouldn't meet till the – no, actually, oh, wow. Marysville's the four seed right now in that district. NPR is a weird metric. Well, you're, you're going to get a, a, a tough game in your district, maybe two tough games in your district. You know you're going to get a tough game in regionals. And then you know well, from yeah, quarter – Yeah, it'll be probably Goodrich. From quarterfinals on, every game is going to be a team that's had a season like Croslex is having. Yeah. So, I if mean – If it's not Goodrich, you need, it's going to You need Flint a little Powers. adversity before you get to those games. So, yeah, you're, you're right. Um, but – all right, do you want to take a break, or do you want to talk? Want me to mention about the PH Ike game? Yeah, t- t- tell us about that one, and, and then it, it when wasn't. We come I back. mean, it was it was Port here on high beating up a team they should have beat. They played an okay game. Um, Ike got it to within three points in the third quarter, and then PH went on like a fifteen to one run. I mean, they stopped messing around. Madison Landshut had fifteen. Morgan James had eleven. Uh, you had Julia Gilbert with eight. They did. I think Jocelyn Williams had seven. Yeah, Jocelyn Williams, yeah, seven points for the Big Reds. No Emma Trombley still, and they're still just, like I said. So so my girls had 23, and your girls had 18, just to point that out. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) Um, 
Mine played better defense. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no one from Eisenhower scored in the double digits. They did not play a great game. They played a good enough game, and with the gauntlet they still have to go through, which, Jesus, spend the entire season at Anchor Bay Monday against you, probably, I think, Utica Ford uh, at home on Wednesday, and then Detroit Edison on Friday. It's going to be a battle. They are going to be definitely battle tested come re, uh, come district time and guess what the district isn't easy no no the district is going to be harder than their regional kind, if, kind, kind of excited to see lance cruz north play because i haven't seen them play right like talking to some people um the team they would probably match up with in a regional semifinal or final would be ike yeah so to me, the, the district the dis- much it, tougher. I don't want to say if they win a district, they'll be playing for a quarterfinal, but I'm kind of saying if they win a district, I'll be surprised if they're not playing for a quarterfinal. But Short that's kind of what we what that's what we were saying last year too. Yeah, be- because you had uh, you know uh, PH went into that twenty and O, and you're looking at it going Dakota, Lance Cruz North, PH, man, whoever wins this, like. They've got to get to the quarterfinals, right? Because because after you go through that war, the the regional will will seem like a breeze. Yeah, and so. I don't want to, you know. Again, you got to go out and play the games, and you can't think that way. No, the teams don't. If if any of the players are listening, don't think that way. Yeah, no. But the hotheads like us, yeah, that's kind of what we're thinking. Is that it might you, uh, there's going to be at least them in Lonsky's North are good enough to play in a quarterfinal game, and one of them won't even get a district title. Yeah. Ah. See, then you just remind me of how little I like the, the playoff system, but it's what we have. It's what we play with. I do not like this – what do you, what do you call it? Yeah, I, I don't like that at all. It's, and, I, I, and I have reasons for that that I've discussed with you, and if you want to get into it later, we, maybe can. we can. Maybe we can talk about it when we do our playoff previews. Yeah, because I just – I the, the system is – not flawed. The system is cracked. It's cracked. Yeah, it's because last year, Port Huron High, who was undefeated, wasn't a top two seed, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I just I, – I don't know. Well, number one, the, the, the big flaw is when I look at the scores every night, some teams list their scores twice and are getting credit for two wins where they only had one. I see some games that are played that aren't even listed on the schedule. So, do they get counted? Do they get recorded? I just uh, – anyways, I'm going to take a break because I was in a good mood and now you're trying to ruin it with this NPR thing. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marys O'Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with Dennis and Brady. I was having fun during the break. Yes, you were. Well, I mean, it, it was stupid. What you read to me was stupid. You go NPR back to, go back is to being in stupid. a good mood. It's dumb. Go back to being in a good mood. Uh, Gross Point South beat uh, Northern. That actually doesn't put me in a good mood. Uh, 47 to 40. Camille Keys had 15. Allie Shagney, 11 points, 10 rebounds. Jersey McGregor, 9 points, 13 rebounds in a losing effort, but a much better performance by Northern on the road against South than when I saw those two teams play earlier this year and the two guards from South just went off and couldn't miss a three-pointer for the first four minutes of the game. Yeah, they got it within three. Um, in the second half, but couldn't quite complete the comeback. That's a that seems like a big step forward. Even though they lost, that's a really good Gross Point South team. Yes, a really good Gross Point South team. And I'm looking at the Northern names. The girls that need to do well for them did well in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even remember the last time the Marine City girls basketball team played. So for them to go to Sterling Heights and win by 24 points last night. That's a good warm-up game. Yeah. Sterling Heights is bad. I know, but 44 yeah. to 20, you haven't played in two weeks or more. Mm-hmm. And and you come out and win 44 to 20, That that's a good game back. Uh, Anchor Bay girls are good, and they had a battle with Romeo 56-54 last night. Uh, New Haven beat Clintondale 52 to 11. Croslex over Algonac, 46-22. How about double overtime? Sandusky, 47. Brown City, 42. Listen to some of these numbers in this game. Uh, Allie uh, Gibord with 12. Hannah Lean with 10. Abby uh, Tripkowski with 9. And Brooke Jansen, 8 points, 9 rebounds for Sandusky. Again, I look at those numbers and it tells me team win. Mm-hmm. Everybody touches the ball. Everybody contributes. No superstars. Brown City, uh, Olivia Bovenchin, 24 points last night. Um, and, and now you know why they were in the basketball game. Yeah. That, that's a monster performance. Uh, Ubley beat Marlette 58-42. That was the other girls game from last night. There were just uh, there were three BWAC girls games on um, Thursday. No, for Wednesday. Wednesday. That always gets me. Ah. Uh, Algonac beat Richmond 43-25. Armada over Crosslex 30-15. And Imlay City beat Elmont 52-31. Boys basketball, we have to talk about this, Brady, uh, on Wednesday. Northern really nice win. Northern at Tower gets a 64-57 win. Northern shorthanded, so the superstar played super. Tyler Jamison. 35 points, eight rebounds, four assists. The 35, not his season high because he had that 39-point game earlier this year. Yeah, and that's <laughs> no, that's a really nice win for a slumping port here on Northern team to go to a good Warren Woods Tower team. I think they are top three in the standings. Go there and get a win. I mean, and, 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 and Dabrowski. Yeah, Dabrowski did not play that well against East Point, plays well against Tower, 17 points. That's what you need with Ryan McNeil not in the lineup right now, or at least for that game. You need him to step up, and, hey, he did in a big way. 
that's what they're going to need. They're going to need him to do that when McNeil comes back if they want to be talking district championship. Don't know if you talked to Coach Shunk this week, but uh, they got a 51-40 win at uh, Lamphere, so Marysville with another victory. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice bounce-back win. I mean, geez, their last game was that loss to Lakeview in overtime. But what this sets up, because here's the other game that I don't think that we don't have listed on here, but has huge impacts for Marysville. Lincoln not only knocked off Lakeview, they decimated Lakeview. They beat them by 20 points last week. And what that does is if Marysville tonight, because I'll, I'll be at Clawson tonight, or against Marysville against Clawson in Marysville, they beat Clawson, which they should. They beat Clintondale, which, which, should. which they should. Sets up Monday a big-time matchup for the Mac Silver Bronze, a three-way tie for the title. If they can beat Lincoln, them, Lincoln, and Lakeview will all have one loss. And that gives them a chance to – their destiny's back in their own hands. Yeah. After losing a tough, tough game by a point, to come back and now have another opportunity to rectify the situation, you can put up another conference championship banner in, in the gym. Um, that, that'll, that'll be an interesting game. I'm, I'm actually intrigued now to see how good Lincoln is. But see, Lincoln really is only 5-0. and oh, And, I mean, Lakeview was, was a big win. I mean, they just took care of them. 67-47. It was, it was at Lincoln, so Marysville gets them at home, which is, I think Lincoln plays a lot better at home than they do on the road. We're going to have that game. That's actually part of a doubleheader on Monday. That will be a 5 o'clock tip. And you know uh, Coach Shunk hasn't stopped thinking about it since he saw that score Wednesday night. <laughs> he did when I was talking to him. He did say, he goes, I said, did you see the Lincoln score? He's like, yeah, great. Now I won't sleep for five days. A <laughs> uh, bunch of uh, boys uh, scores uh, for you from uh, Wednesday night. Southlake over Anchor Bay, 67-47. Uh, Eisenhower beat New Haven, 72-53. Brown City tops K-Pack, 71-31. Uh, Harbor Beach over Marlette, 72-38. How about Elmont, 64, Imlay City, 20? Yeah. Jeez, when it's going good for Emily City, it's going good. But when it goes bad, it goes they, wow. Yeah, that's like I know Almont's a very offensive team, but Emily City's also a team that's put up like what ninety points up at one yeah. point this year. Yeah, they just they they've had like all these good games, and then there's these two that just stick out like a sore thumb. Like what happened? Yeah, it's I don't. Jeez, yeah, I don't know. Um, North Branch over Yale, 57-44. Uh, and Sandusky just plays close basketball games, 49-45 over Memphis uh, in a good one in the uh, thumb on uh, Wednesday night. Um, there were no boys games uh, involving area teams last night. Really? None. That's, None. I didn't find any. That That's a shocker. And I looked. <laughs> I know you did. Um, but tonight you will be at Port here on Northern as they host Fitzgerald. Only your second time getting to see uh, Jameson and the crew. Yeah, I and saw him against Anchor Bay, and he was pretty good in that game. Yeah, and that's not really your fault because you were supposed to see him against Crosslex. You are supposed to see him when they played Frazier, and I think you and had – All those games got canceled. I think you had canceled. one other game you had them on the docket for, but we had to move it around. So you'll get to see your second um, 
taste of Port Huron Northern basketball and maybe a revitalized team after losing three straight because they needed that win at Tower in the worst way and they got it. They they would be the favorite tonight against Fitz, but that 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 would be a big win for them. By the way, Warren Fitzgerald, not a bad team. They actually shared the same record in the league, six and three. But I'm I'm hoping Mary's or Northern can get the win. By the way, Fitz plays defense. They lead the Mac Blue Gold in defense, only giving up 43 points a game. That's a, I'm feeling very confident. I am too. I think Northern is they're starting to get it rolling at the right time. Oh, by the way, I don't think we ever mentioned this. The boys Mac tournament is canceled. They're just doing makeup games next yeah. week, or if they don't have games to make up a crossover. So um, there's that for you. The girls are still doing next Wednesday uh, just one crossover game. So one in the red plays one in the white and so on and so forth. Blue, gold, silver. Yeah, I don't know why the boys and girls can't get on the same page in the Macomb Conference. Eh, I understand why they did it for not the super divisions, but which actually I think turned out to be the right decision for the boys. That worked out really well because you see teams not missing as many games where – St. Clair and Fitz have had to play each other like three times in girls' basketball because they were the only teams left. <laughs> it has been pretty bad. You're in Marysville tonight. I am. I get to see the boys take on Clawson. Um, their senior night and lot, not their last home game because that Lincoln game got rescheduled. They should handle Clawson. Clawson hasn't won a game all year. They only score about 40 points a night. And Yeah. If Marysville doesn't take care of business tonight, I mean – they see what's in front of them. They have to win three games in four days to be Max Silver Bronze champions. I know they're going to be motivated. I know they're going to be ready for the, the task at hand. Uh, Saturday will be busy, too. Hockey doubleheader uh, starts at 11 o'clock in the morning. I can't believe you people are going to make me get up early on a Saturday. It's better than the 10 a.m. start. Are you, what are you thinking? Uh, Utica at uh, Marysville in game one, and then at 1 o'clock, Northern will take on De La Salle, both of those games, um, and two teams, again, that it feels like forever since they've played basketball, but uh, Marysville's at Marine City Saturday afternoon, and you'll go there. Yeah, for girls' basketball action, um, yeah, I'll be there at 1 o'clock on Saturday, so more Saturday action on GetStuckOnSports.com. Uh, and then I'm just going to go a little further ahead, just briefly. Um, PH girls play at Anchor Bay girls on Monday. I'm really excited about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, another big opponent on PH's schedule, I think. Uh, you've got the doubleheader at Marysville with that uh, boys game against Lincoln. And, oh, by the way, the girls are playing St. Clair. Yeah. Because uh, so that's, that's big, no big deal. Big um, games. Both sides could could have two teams, I think, clinch the MAC divisions, their MAC championships, on the same night. And uh, and Tuesday, our playoff coverage begins because I'll be at a playoff hockey game on Tuesday, Marysville and Thumb Legion. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that more on Monday, though. So good stuff coming here on Get Stuck on Sports. I don't know what Brady's got planned for me in the next uh, it's, segment. It's just a question for but, you. Um, usually, his his questions end up upsetting me. Uh, and and it just seems like he's been been bent from the beginning of the show to spoil my good mood because he immediately started bringing up NPR and stupid things like that. So we'll we'll see how Brady upsets me on this Friday in the final segment in just a moment.
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's, your dealer for the people. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with Dennis and uh, Brady on a uh, Friday podcast. Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. All right, what do you got for me, Brady? All right, so I saw this on the Twitters uh, either yesterday or two days ago. And so supposedly there are some teams that they finished up their conference schedule this week and they go, all right, not playing until districts. We're not risking cross-contamination. We're not risking anything. We are going to take a week plus, almost two weeks, depending on when their last game is, to get ready for districts. We're not risking getting quarantined, not doing that. So my question to you is, simply, is that a smart idea? If you were a coach, would you try? Would you follow that? Or would you just say, no, that's too long to, to sit out. We want to, we got to play. You got to stay fresh because, I mean, basically what they're doing is they are pre-quarantining to avoid being a, having a mandated quarantine. Yeah. Uh, in a normal year, as a coach, I would probably want a game or two that week before districts. Let's just say their last game is tonight. So the, the last game's Friday. And worst case scenario, if they're a really good team, their their first basketball game wouldn't be until two Thursday, until 13 days later if they got a first-round buy in their districts. Yeah, if I've got a first-round buy, I probably want to play a game at some point next week. Because that's a long like, time. If I know I'm playing, well, the, the boys start uh, Tuesday. So if I know I'm playing Tuesday, I'm all right with just practicing next week. And, I, and, I, and it's probably a smart move, yeah. Because, again, if you get quarantined now, your season is done. Right. You have to forfeit your playoff game, and you don't get to play again. So I'm not opposed to a week of practice before the districts for this year. But see, here, here, I'll just play devil's advocate to you. You have, let's say your team's on a high streak. Let's say you're Port here on high girls basketball, and you are in your rhythm. Yeah, they lost to Gross Point North. They're still in a good rhythm right now. Do you risk losing that? Do you risk throwing off the, the feng shui of the way the season's gone and stopping it stone cold? Because I can tell you from experience, even in a normal year when you play maybe a game the Tuesday before districts and you have just a week or less, that time feels like forever. Because, well, in a normal year, you play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you, you, you have a Saturday practice and – and maybe you go out to, to lunch or dinner or l- breakfast with your team after that practice at the district site. Maybe you'll go there Sunday for a shoot-around and just get some shots up. I will tell you that even if it's Wednesday to Monday, it feels like an eternity, especially after you've been in a rhythm all year. Two weeks or even ten days seems like a long time, and – I mean, maybe if you have some injuries, but I would kind of just go with what I – I would play my games. Okay, maybe stop it next Wednesday, but no, I don't I don't want to give my team too much time off, especially if they're playing good basketball. Uh, I, I'm a little less worried about it, especially with a team like, like the Big Reds. I, I Maybe a rest 
isn't such a bad thing. The way this the, – it's been a crazy year. It's been a compacted schedule for the teams, and, and in PH's case, they haven't really been disrupted. They haven't missed no. games. So you've had this compact schedule. Well, that's the thing. Schedule. They've been, get, they've been so, in, a, in a rhythm, in a normal yeah, schedule. Get, give, them, a give them a little uh, – plus two, you know, you're dealing with a coach there that, that runs a good practice. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not like they're going through the motions, no. and it's not like practice is going to hurt them. Like and and two, you're going to play a playoff game in that district, and you're going to be ready. I'm not. Th- saying- they're going to be ready. Jocelyn Williams is going to go out there and start flying around, and Lanshute's going to go out there and start flying around, and you know. Insert name here. Morgan James is going to go, and and they're going to be into it. I'm not saying schedule a game the Saturday before district starts. I'm saying play Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday of next week and give yourself Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday to prepare because, I mean, at what point you can – and as a coach, you can only do so much. Being on that side of it, looking at your first-round opponent in districts and trying to put the pieces together, you can only – like. You can only watch the same film so much. You can only devise a game plan and go, all right, this is what it is. It's not like in football where you have set plays to defend and go over that. But even there, if you get more than a normal practice week, you kind of just start overthinking and overanalyzing. I don't want my kids getting out of their routine. And, I mean, look. I don't know. They've been out of the routine, and maybe this is a bad example, but they've been out of routine all year. They thought they were going to play December 1st. Then they thought they were going to play December 6th. Yeah, but. Then they thought they were going to play December 12th. Then they thought they were going to play the day after Christmas. they never started playing games, so it doesn't matter. They thought they were going to play this day, that day, and then they came out and played their first game of the season, and they beat a really good Marysville team by 100 points. Yeah, but they didn't play games before then. They, now they've played basically three games a week every every week, and they're doing it against good teams. Why why try to mess that up? I mean, right now, I believe the PH girls next week, for example, play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then will probably play, I'm assuming, Wednesday in their district because I think they will get a bye in the first round. I mean, are you going to be worried that they're not going to have enough rest Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, four days after their last game? I'm just saying that I don't think the rest will hurt them as much as you might think. Sitting around too long and thinking about something. But they won't be sitting around. No, but, I mean, going to a practice focusing on one thing because – And when they're not at practice and, and they're not doing schoolwork or whatever, they'll be in the driveway shooting. They're, they'll be active. They'll be fine. I'm not saying they're going to get out of They're shape. not going to suddenly lose it and not know how to play basketball if they get seven, ten, ten days off before they have to play I mean, a game. Well, I mean, how many uh, times – And, okay, so let's say we, we schedule a game that you don't need to play – and um, you, you just got Emma Tremblay back, and you want to get her a minute, and boom, bang, and she's done for the season. And, oh, it was a knee-to-knee collision with Julia Gilbert, and now she's out too. Okay, what if they're in the driveway and someone's Achilles explodes? We can play that game all day long. It doesn't. That's not an issue I'm worried about. I'm not saying – And I'm not worried about them having a couple of days off before I'm they not play say, a game. No, a couple of days is a, lot, a heck of a lot different than – 
damn near two weeks. It's not going to be two weeks. I'm not saying for them, but if a team quarantines right now, which is what was the original statement, that they stop playing until districts, it is almost then they mu- two they, weeks. They know their people, and they must feel comfortable with that situation. I think that's way too long of a time. And that's why you wouldn't do it as a coach. No, because two weeks. I mean, at what point in any sports season do you ever have two weeks off between games and come back? I mean, how many times? How many times? No, I mean, even then, it's like ten days. And the first play in a holiday tournament, you're off for a while. Okay, and then ask any coach, what's the worst game? The first day back from winter break. Look at this year. Every time a team's gone into quarantine, what have we said when they come back? Geez, let's let's see what they can do. I don't know. Marine, Marine City hadn't played since. Uh, Marine City's JV team could have beat Sterling Heights. That's a nice win for them that. to come back. Sterling Heights is awful in girls basketball this year. Let's not act like they beat a, t- a conference championship. Still, team. you're worried about the. Why, why didn't they only win twenty-seven to twenty? They won forty-four to twenty. I never said anything like that. Now you're just putting words in my mouth. You're back. No, you're, you're making it seem like uh, any team that takes two weeks off is going to come out and forget how to shoot the basketball. I'm not. Forget risking. how to defend. Forget how to run up and down the court. I'm not. Forget how to make a free bad. throw. But you. So you would really take two weeks off. Well, just let's just call it ten days without playing a competitive basketball game before your biggest stretch of the season. If I had to. I'm not saying I you would. Have, you get the choice. My my choice would be to probably play a game and not have to wait more than seven days to play again. But if I have to wait seven days to play again, I think my team will be fine. And I, I'm not going to argue about the rest because playoffs are going to be a grind. It is. And I don't know. I don't want to give my team too much time just to not play – real high level because you know practices this time of year they're not as high intensity i'll tell you what if like i'll use port here on northern hockey as an example they're playing a game saturday and then they're going to be off until uh, thursday yeah that's going to be good for them yeah no that's different that's what they looked tired to me last night they have guys on that team that have logged a ton of minutes that have to be good for them for them to advance in the playoffs and make a run at That's this thing. four days. They need – that rest would be good for them. I have no problem with that. That is four days. Same thing – I mean, PH girls are probably going to take it, off But if right now they announced days. Saturday's game is canceled, that wouldn't bother again, me. I wouldn't say, oh, again, Northern is – That's ugh. not the two weeks we're talking about for that way I originally said. Four to six days – Six might be a little longer than I'd like. I'm not going to freak out. But the starting now, and I'm not playing again until not next Tuesday, but the following Tuesday at the earliest, yeah, that's a little long for me to not play a competitive basketball team. Well, who's doing that? Jersey. There are teams in the state right now that have said, I didn't say names, it was from the D zone that said, teams are shutting down right now, waiting for the playoffs. Well, they must know their teams, and they must think that it's something that they can handle and that it's a good idea. Well, I think they're wrong. I would challenge anybody that would say taking double-digit days And then off. when your team plays a game against whoever and you guys all get COVID and you don't even get to play in the playoffs and your season's over. 
I think I know my teams. I think I know that that would be good for them, as you would say. <laughs> what, getting COVID? No. Playing and ending your season would be good for them? Yeah, no one's going, hey, guys, let's go to a COVID party and just hope no one gets it. Like, they're playing, and there hasn't been that high of a rate between between teams. It's I don't know. And the McComb Area Conference has gone bonkers yeah, for the last three weeks. But if you look at it and you talk to the people, it's not that – this team gave it to this team, gave it to this team, gave it to this team. It's If it's anything, it's contact tracing, and even then – But that's a, enough to a, shut a you down. A lot of it is – it's just in this area right now. So the Macomb Area Conference, Macomb, St. Clair County, it's just a lot of people are bringing it from home into the school. That's where the contact tracing is happening. It's, oh, a kid sat next to a kid at lunch. Oh, a kid was in a class with them. Boom, shut down. It's not, oh – Marysville played Fitz. Fitz has COVID. Marysville's out. Oh, a kid from – and then they played Port Huron Northern. Hey, if, before if, I had a, if I thought I had a chance to make a run at it and you were my star player, Brady, I'd wrap you in bubble wrap, but I'd make you homeschool for the next two weeks That's not so that They're you're back. ready it's for my playoff. Full time. It's back <laughs> full time. That ain't an option. I'm putting you in a bubble, and I'm not letting you out. Yeah. Trust me, their Until teams. It's game time. When, when it was hybrid, you're even warming up that night in your bubble. I know that <laughs> team. That teams back in football season, when they had the hybrid option, they said, uh, "You're not coming to school. Get that computer ready." Uh, at this point, I'm just poking you now yeah, because you're, you're, you're annoyed. You're in a chipper mood. All right, I think we've yelled at each other long enough. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I know everybody's got a, a different thing, and it's obvious. You want to play every single night of the week until your kids fall over, uh, and I'm saying a, a week off isn't going to hurt anybody. Yep, you're right. Let's just play a doubleheader the Sunday before district. You, pr- you probably want to play. Pistons. You'd probably want to play a triple header. Yep. Actually, no. We're going to have an impromptu football scrimmage. No pads. I wouldn't put it past you. I wouldn't pass. You got that old school mentality. I'm going to make everyone run a marathon the morning of districts. You probably would. You probably would. I sense that from you. We'll just do a bull in the ring drill at, at center court to get them. I, I sense that. I know if you were a hockey coach, it would be all battle drills. Oh, yeah. I, I make, I'll make them do the happy Gilmore and stand in front of a pitching machine to toughen them up. Yep. I'm I'm fairly certain that th- that you would. All right, I think that's enough bickering <laughs> for one podcast. Ah, uh, we're we're, uh, we're you're uh, at Marysville tonight. Yeah, Marysville Clawson, seven p.m. Tip stream two. You're at Northern Fitz at Northern Blue Gold matchup, and that's also at seven p.m. Hockey doubleheader Saturday, and Brady's got um, Marine City Marysville girls basketball Saturday afternoon too. So it'll be a great weekend on Get Stuck on Sports, and we hope you have a great weekend uh, too. And uh, and maybe get some rest. Me? From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.